Hello and welcome back to another episode of Trying to Live Your Best Life with myself, Andrea. For those of you that don't know, I'm a bird from Glasgow just trying to figure out what the fuck she is doing in life. I'm purposely setting myself some goals and targets to try and improve my life by researching information, trying techniques and hopefully once this pandemic is over, talking to some truly inspiring people and to learn how they are living their best life. That being said, I definitely do not have my shit together just now, nor am I going to pretend that I do. So hopefully, if you don't have your shit together or you feel as though you're falling behind the herd, then by listening to my podcast, you will realise that you are not alone and I am right there with you on that. So if you like the sound of that, then please like, follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're listening on. Hop on over to Facebook and Instagram for the Trying to Live Your Best Life pages where I'll be diving a little bit more into my daily life and things that I'm doing a wee bit further from the episodes just to try and live my best life. Now with that being said, let's just dive straight into this week's episode of Society is Making Us Fucking Depressed. I will have to give a little bit of a disclaimer, I suppose, because this episode might be a bit heavy, because at the start I'm going to dive into my personal story with depression, and some listeners might find that triggering, might find it upsetting, so if you don't want to listen to that part, then skip on forward, or if you don't want to listen at all, then that's totally understandable. But I have mentioned in a few episodes previously that I have depression. I was diagnosed when I was 17. Um, so I do want to dwell on that a wee bit more just to give you the short version of the story and kind of what I've learned from it and how I kind of come through it. I'm not over it. I'm, I've not beaten it. But I'm living a little bit better with it now than what I used to do when I was younger. So yeah, long story short. Um, 17, I suppose, is supposed to be the start of your prime. You're young, you're sociable, you're healthy. And that was all true for me, but I also had this really horrible darkness around me that just wouldn't shift at all. I was initially diagnosed with an eating disorder when I was 16, and I had both of the double trouble of bulimia and anorexia. Um, But the story of that is for a whole other episode. Um, At 16, I was also sexually assaulted by a boy that I was spending a bit of time with. And again, that if people want to know a wee bit more about that and how I've overcame that and how I'm living with that in my past, then I can do another episode on that. Um, It's only very recently that I've started talking about that. But yeah. I was also fighting with my parents, like cat and dog, Every single day, it was a very horrible environment in my house because I was an absolute arsehole of a child. I had been bullied almost every day of my life for about 13 years straight. So, you know, already I was not off to a good start. But I remember initially going to my guidance teacher in school because I was stuck in this really dark, 
horrible place and I had no one to talk to and it just got to the point where I just cracked and I I knew I needed help because I was in not a good place. I was self-harming, I had suicidal thoughts, I wasn't eating for days and days at a time and she ended up making me make an appointment to go and see my doctor. I literally remember the appointment so vividly because it, it felt so structured and just like there was no connection in it whatsoever like there was no human connection as if this was just an everyday occurrence for my doctor which shockingly like it might be because the numbers of people with mental health issues are rising but that doesn't mean we can't give those people a little bit of compassion along the way but I went in and straight away she just made me fill out a questionnaire on how depressed I was She looked at the answers and gave me antidepressants and sent me on my way. That was it. There was no compassion, no sense of worry. Like, I was 17. I was a child that, if anything, kind of just wanted a hug and told it would all be okay. Um, But it just ended up making me feel worse. I was told that it was a problem in my brain that couldn't be fixed without medication But I took the antidepressants and felt a little bit better. But even at such a young age, I knew I didn't want to be on medication for the rest of my life. So since then, I've been on a journey, I guess, on how to fix the chemical imbalance, in quotations, without medication. And this is what I've found out from it. There's nothing wrong with my brain. I am not broken. By telling me that it's all in my head, that my brain's broken, or to cheer up, what have you got to be depressed about? You are dehumanising me. You're belittling me and making me seem as if my problems aren't real and that I shouldn't be cared for and loved for because my brain's broke. There are many reasons people develop depression and anxiety and many other mental health disorders. I'm not saying that depression's worse than any other ones. I just personally don't have a personal experience with things like bipolar and schizophrenia and ADHD and all of the rest, so I, I can't personally talk on those. So I don't want to seem as if I know all the answers when I've never been through it myself. But yeah, there are many reasons people develop depression and anxiety, but really only about two of them are biological, which means it is a chemical imbalance in your brain, but the rest of the reasons are circumstantial. We are the loneliest generation in society ever, and we're getting lonelier every year, especially in the midst of a world pandemic. No one feels any human connection anymore. We are the descendants of tribes. We are tribal beings. We need a sense of belonging, of community, of safety from others. It is literally built into our DNA. We are not supposed to be alone and we are not supposed to be entirely independent. We are supposed to be together and that's what the problem is. Society right now focuses on how many followers you have on social media Success is based off of how much money you have and you're honoured by building the next cool techie thing that happens. 
We don't care about how good a relationship you have with your family or how much of a supporter friend you are. The values that used to be important to us, we don't care about anymore unless we're helping the homeless to post it on social media just to show how caring we are, but actually just to get other people's approval and as many likes as possible. We're trying so hard to be what society wants us to be that we've neglected our ancestors and what actually got us here in the first place. A tribe. Without a tribe, we are alone, we're vulnerable, we're scared. And without a tribe, we will die a lot quicker than the dinosaurs with an asteroid. Depression can be biological, yes. It can be hereditary, yes. But we can help people with depression through basic human connection. In 2017, the World Health Organization stated that 300 million people suffer from depression. I don't even want to know what that number is sitting at in 2020 just now thanks to this pandemic. But in the same year, the United Nations said that we need to stop talking so much about the chemical imbalance and talk more about what imbalances are in our lives and our needs. The point that they were trying to say is that we're depressed when we're missing something vital to us, something we need to survive. Most commonly, it's a human connection, a sense of belonging. I know that I can say that personally for me, my depression mostly stems from never feeling loved enough or being worthy enough or just feeling alone in general. I, myself, am someone that needs to feel a sense of belonging that makes me feel worthy. Being in a community or being in a very strong network of friends, being in a healthy relationship, having a great connection with my family, those things make me feel on top of the world. And if even one of those is out of place, it can send me into a really dark spiral because I personally need people to survive and to thrive but that's just the type of person I am but especially right now in a pandemic when we're told to stay away from people we're told to be alone at the start I was living on my own and I before the pandemic was quite an extrovert I was working I was at uni I had friends I had so many connections that were taken away from me so quickly without my say-so. I literally plummeted so hard into the ground. Like, I'm still not great now, but I have a flatmate. I force myself to make connections, even if it's just Zoom calls or FaceTimes or texting someone. Because even that just makes me feel like there's a string that's formed between me and that person and... I can pull on that when I need it and that's like what I live on. I watched a TED talk, obviously I did because I'm obsessed with TED talks, by Joanne Hill who argued that depression is a signal, which is true. We get depressed when something has went wrong. You lose a job or you lose a family member, something in your life changes or you feel alone. If you then become depressed, that is a signal that something has went wrong. Society is not 
looking out for you. It's not a bug in a computer program. It's not an unfixed screw in a robot. There's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken, I promise you that. Just something has went wrong externally from you and you feeling depressed is your reaction to that. But together, as a tribe, we can fix whatever went wrong and make you feel safe again. Although the counter-argument of that is sometimes when you are depressed or you're so anxious that you can't bear human connection, the thought of talking to someone on the phone is terrifying and God forbid the thought of even going outside makes you feel physically sick. Trust me, I get that firsthand, I know, and sometimes I can't do it. Sometimes I will just sit in my bed for days and I won't speak to anyone and I can't look at anyone because it, even the thought of it just, it's horrible, I hate it. But sometimes I just force myself to do it because I know every single time after I do it, I feel better. I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying that if you can't do that, then you can't be fixed. Absolutely not. What I am saying is just to try push yourself a little bit every day or every week if every day is too much for you. Today, text your best friend or your mum or whoever and just say hi. That's it. You don't need to hold down a conversation with them, but I promise you the minute they reply saying hi or missed you or love you, you get that tether inside of you tighten because your brain goes, oh my God, yes, that's it. Love me, please. Then maybe the next week, try a five minute phone call. And after two minutes, if it's too overwhelming, just make up an excuse and hang up. But those two minutes are better than nothing at all. We're not supposed to be alone and you can't do this alone. Let us help you. Let us be your tribe. Society right now, especially for women, because we're trying to build ourselves up and we're trying to make equality for ourselves, we're so focused on the strong, independent women that don't need no man or don't need anybody. And that's great. You can be a strong, independent woman, but you can't be completely independent because we're not meant to be. We're not supposed to be alone. You can be a strong, independent woman and work or your career and then come home and cuddle with your partner or text your best friend saying, hey, I need you. Or going out for lunch with your mum because you just need to feel looked after again. All those things are okay. So yeah, please stop focusing on what society wants from you. And think of where we've came from and how we've survived so long. Having a great family unit or having amazing friends or having a church group or a club that you go to, all of those things will give you meaning and satisfaction and they will make you feel better. So yeah, this week's task, preferably, is think about your connections Think about who can I message when I'm feeling like this. You do not have to tell the people that you're messaging how you're feeling. That can be purely for yourself. But 
even just message saying hi is a huge step and sometimes even that seems totally unbearable but I promise you a little bit of human connection can go a long way when you're feeling like you're the only person on the planet that feels like this or the the planet would be better off without you or all of those really horrible dark thoughts that come with clinical depression or depression or anxiety or any other feeling sometimes it can be so dark that you don't see a way out at all and personally speaking from myself of someone that has had a few too many dark nights and attempts at suicide that now putting into retrospect how I feel and what I've learned the common the common denominator from all of those feelings is I feel better when I have connections when someone gives me a hug or someone just texts me out the blue saying hey miss you or I hang up the phone with my mum and she says love you all of those little things that you maybe don't think about when you're not feeling depressed can actually save your life when you don't see a way out whatsoever so yeah that's this week's episode Um, I know it sounded a bit dark and dreary and yeah but hey that is what a lot of people are going through right now it's something I have went through multiple times in my life and I will always go through it I believe it doesn't make me any less of a person it doesn't make me any weaker of a woman it's just something that I live with I have personal experience with and I am battling and beating a little bit more every day but yes please also remember if depression is something that haunts your life and it does get really bad please remember that no one else in this world could ever replace you and this world would never be the same if you weren't here but also if anybody is really struggling feel free to message the trying to live your best life pages on either instagram or facebook for a little bit of support i will happily be part of your tribe and if anybody wants to join my tribe then please come and welcome the more members the better but yes please just remembered how loved you all are and how important it is to have a tribe whether it's a little one or a big one or you've got six or you've got one it doesn't matter the most important thing is humans and human connection and feeling safe and feeling loved and yeah all that good stuff it doesn't matter how much money you've got it doesn't matter how successful you are because the old cliche of oh when you're on your deathbed you won't care about what you've had you'll just care about the moments yeah we say it's a cliche because we're that's the kind of society we're in just now but that is the most important thing is 
moments and memories and loved ones and interactions. You can't take money with you. You can only take memories. So yes, I will leave you all now because I could ramble on this for hours and hours and hours. So again, please feel free to jump onto the social media pages or Facebook and Instagram for trying to live your best life. Give a wee like, follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're listening on. And I shall see you all again soon. Be safe, be kind and just try your fucking best.